This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. From where? Your truck. My truck, my flag. Some people find it offensive. What if I find them offensive? You're going to take them down? Why the hell is everybody so damn worried about losing their jobs and so little worried about losing their freedom? I have a right to take a knee. It's all freedom of speech. You don't have a right to no squat. You gave that up the second your knee hit the grass. I'm willing to sacrifice my life for your right to take a knee. What are you willing to sacrifice for my right not to? movie trailer from John Schneider's new movie, Bo Duke. He's got a new movie. He's, he's, does, he's done this a lot. I didn't know this until I started seeing him on Fox News, but he's been doing movies like on the, the Lifetime Network, things like that. Of course, huge country star uh, over the years, but a lot of us, most of us probably know him as Bo Duke on the Dukes of Hazzards from way back in the day. And it's kind of interesting because he's one of those folks in Hollywood and uh, and he's been on, like, Smallville, done all this stuff, but he's one of those rare people in Hollywood that's been able to come out and say, hey, you know what, here's what I think about things, and it doesn't agree with what USA Today and MSNBC and CNN is saying. I agree with that stuff, but you know what? I'm going to do it anyway. Let's welcome into the show John Schneider. John, welcome back into Wake Up Mid-Missouri, man. How you doing? Well, hey, hey I'm, doing, I'm doing great. Thank you for that, uh, for that introduction. Uh, um, I'm, I'm, no, I just don't know how not to say what's on my mind. Yeah, <laughs> and we are—we are. We are uh, make no mistake, we are. Those of us who are patriotic, those of us who uh, who stand for the flag and salute the flag and respect those who have risked everything for it, uh, we don't know how to stand down, yeah. and um, we shouldn't. You know, we are. Make no mistake, we are under attack. Those folks who uh, who are patriotic, uh, who love their country, who are not in their core uh, globalist minded, uh, we will do anything we can to fight for our freedom and the symbol of our freedom, which in my mind is our flag. And that's what this movie to die for is about. I've seen I've seen uh, you guys gave me some other clips from it. Man, it's like really good. It's kind of John Schneider's playing a salty veteran who likes to carry the flag around in the back of his truck. Townspeople get upset. But I want to ask you this, John, because here's my take. People say, well, I have the freedom of speech to kneel, and I have the freedom of speech to do this to the flag. And I say yes, but I'm also pa- I'm, I'm, I'm passing personal judgment on you. Uh, am I wrong Absolutely. for doing that? <laughs> no, you're not wrong for doing that. There's a... the, the uh there's a fine line between your your freedom of speech. I mean, the people who are arguing about burning the flag as freedom of speech are the same people who are taking us off Facebook and, and uh, social yeah. media. So, you know, they speak with forked tongue. Um, but it's, I heard once a long time ago, uh, it might have been my grandfather said that the, uh, the flag and the Constitution give us the right to do all that but which is wrong. And there are things, and, and uh, you know, I'm sorry, left folk, there are things that are just wrong. And it's not really up for interpretation. We have the, the, uh, the United States of America, in my opinion, and many people I talk to, is truly the city on a hill, inspired by God to be the, the very tangible breath of freedom and the pursuit of happiness. Now, I guess it could be said that when your pursuit of happiness steps on mine, 
then we have a problem. Uh, so that's that's the area John Schneider thinks. That's where you start to go wrong with the exercising of your freedom. When when your your exercising of your freedom curtails mine, then we have got to debate that. <laughs> All right, John Schneider joining. But you got to check out this movie. This movie is man. This is really good stuff. It's to uh, it's to die for. It's going to be available on DVD streaming at cineflexdod.com, uh, and that will be uh, tom- tomorrow. Tomorrow, I tell you, the easy way is just go to to dieformovie.com, and if you do it today, uh, you can't stream it until twelve oh one tonight. But if you do it today, then you, it's uh, it's half price. Uh, it is streaming for a month, and then the DVD comes out on what we call at the Schneider household Orange Friday, uh, in honor of the General Lee. Of course, got to have my uh, got to have my Duke's roots in here somewhere. Uh, <laughs> so that comes out. The DVD comes out Orange Friday, the Friday after Thanksgiving. Uh, streaming is at to die for and uh, I want I want people to watch this because I I feel that it is going to uh, urge people to engage in real conversation. Um, the the few friends that I have that have seen the movie, you know, I've shown it, I've tested it a bit. Say, you know, you say in this movie everything that we think and everything that we want to say, but for some reason we don't have the nerve to do it. Um, like when, when somebody asked me if I got the jab, I say, I say, I wouldn't get that shot with Baldwin's arm. <laughs> Very <laughs> nice. I like the take. <laughs> so, you know, it's got, it's got humor, but at its, at its core, it is a movie that, that celebrates our flag and it celebrates those who have given their lives and the families who have lost loved ones who have given their lives for the protection of our most glorious symbol. John, in terms of, and we really appreciate you joining us uh, on the program, um, I grew up watching, sure. watching you, um, so I'm 51 now, grew up watching you on the, on the Dukes of Hazard, and people forget you were 18, 18 basically, when you, when you run, won that role, but you talk, yeah. we talk about Hollywood now, and obviously everyone knows Hollywood's very liberal now, Every, everybody knows that, but back when you were starting, I'm thinking back in the 70s, I just wrote down a couple of names, Doris Day, people, she was a big Republican, Ronald Reagan, yeah. B- Bob Hope, Bing Crosby. When did, uh, in fact, you were on with President Reagan and the First Lady on, on the Christmas in Washington back in 1982. I remember seeing that uh, on television. Yeah, sure was. You, you were sure on that was. up there with, with the President of the United States. When did all that change? When did Hollywood, because there were a lot of conservatives in those days. Well, I think when there were only three networks, uh, ABC, CBS, and NBC were were owned certainly by major corporations that had many people. They were they were owned by stockholders at that point. Mm-hmm. But then, when uh, with the advent of cable and and all of a sudden we had not three channels but a hundred and then two hundred and then eight hundred and then everybody has a channel in their pocket. Then it it became that the folks who had the loudest voice uh, were the ones who could afford to purchase it. So now the, the the Hollywood that we think of now is really not it's not Cecil B. DeMille and Daryl Zanuck and, and uh, you know Robert Evans, uh, who my wife used to work for. It's not uh, it's not just run by by people who work for stockholders. It's run by individuals. 
because it's owned by individuals. So when when people like Soros and people like uh, like Zuckerberg and whoever it is that owns Netflix, when they have so much power because they have so much money, people wind up, uh, I think, inadvertently, most mostly, uh, like the old song says, owing their soul to the company store. So I don't really think, other than Rob Reiner, who just infuriates me in a in a delightfully comedic way, uh, and and somebody told me when they saw this movie, they said, you know, John, you play Archie Bunker, but you're right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our guest this morning, John <laughs> Schneider, obviously Dukes of Hazard, Smallville. He has a really good movie. It's called To Die For. Uh, several different ways you can get it. You can get it at a discount, too. We'll uh, cover that again before we finish yep. our conversation with Mr. John uh, Schneider here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. John, talk to us about the interview that you and Tom Wopat did, talking about the uh, the General Lee and the Confederate battle flag on the roof. And I think the line you guys used in that a while back was, the car is innocent. The car is innocent. Yes, I think Tom came up with that. Yeah. And the show was innocent. And there was no, I mean, personally, I, I believe uh, that that is a rebel flag. When I was, when I was, uh, when I was growing up, Leonard Skinner had it. They've now apologized, the remaining members of, uh, I think, Artemis Pyle apologized, which I, I disagree with. Um, the flag, that flag means to you, I think it's been misrepresented. Certainly the Dukes of Hazard was misrepresented. Uh, but it seems to me like, like the liberal folk can just say anything they want and it's taken as gospel by at least the liberal crowd. I mean, the, the conservatives look at it and go, well, wait a minute. No, that's not a glass of orange juice. That's a glass of grapefruit juice. <laughs> but, you know, no matter what they say, they think that, that everyone will take it, uh, take their word for it. So the flag on the top of the General Lee was was there to celebrate, and it's in one of the episodes, Happy Birthday, General Lee, to celebrate Southern pride. And Southern pride has got nothing whatsoever to do with racism. Mm -hmm. You know, then we get into conversations about states' rights, and then we get into conversations about gross overreach of a federal government into the rights of individual states and individual people. You know, and we could talk about that for, for the rest of our lives. Yep. Um, so that flag does not represent, in my mind, what the liberal left says it represents. And therefore, the Dukes of Hazard did not either. And therefore, Bo and Luke and Uncle Jesse and Daisy were not guilty of racism by virtue of the flag on top of their car. Right. John, it's just absurd. Yeah, I, and I agree. John, by the way, uh, before we wrap up here, a couple of things I want you to know. Right now, I'm tweeting at yeah. Alec Baldwin what you said about <laughs> the Japanese. <laughs> uh, do you, no, seriously, because we, we hear this stuff, and I want to uh, assure people these aren't the conservative talking points, Hollywood's liberal elite. You know, like, do you have people in, let's seriously, like, like you have encounters uh, with other celebrities and they, they they give you dirty looks and stuff because you don't think or behave the way you're supposed to in, your, in their eyes? Does that stuff really happen, John? Well, I think they're about to. I think this, you know, really I would love to think that Hollywood cares what I think, but I'm, I'm, I'm totally inconsequential in their mind. Yep. Yep. 
Uh, and and I understand that. I realize that. But, you know, they are also totally inconsequential in my mind. Uh, they can't fire me. I quit years ago. My wife and I uh, design, produce, and distribute our own content. Uh, we make movies and music about subject matter that we want to, with whom we want to, and, uh, and whenever we want to. All right. Uh, John, on some uh, level. Yeah, go ahead. I know you got it. Well, but when this becomes obviously successful and we're on our way, the last three movies we did were Southern horsepower comedy. They were fun. And uh, we're on our way to success. We have not hit the ball over the fence yet, but I think we're about to. Then we will be a threat to the company store. All right, John. We are not yet. John Schneider. Folks, to help me do that. All right. And but how can we get the discount on your movie to die for? You go go today. You got to go before midnight tonight. I sound like uh, Mike Lindell. Before midnight tonight, <laughs> and uh, go to to die for movie dot com and hit the pre order button. It's uh, nine ninety nine, and and uh, then you can watch that movie tonight at twelve oh one or tomorrow whenever you want. And then the DVD comes out, like I said, on Orange Friday, uh, only at John Schneider Studios. Dot com. I don't complain about Netflix publicly and secretly want to be in business with them. I want nothing to do with them, and they want nothing to do with me. And I like that. To die for movie uh, dot com, and it is is some really good stuff. I think you'd be pleased and what uh, what you guys had sent me, man. It is, it is really. <laughs> I wouldn't get that shot with Baldwin's arm. Uh, I know. I'm favorite. tweeting it right now, John. Don't. Hey, Bo Duke says this about you, Mister Ball. Uh, and the other thing, you know, too, it's really more Jonathan Kent. This this guy is a little more Jonathan. <laughs> Kent than Bo Duke. Uh, and I yeah. wanted to mention this too. I, I know that you, between you and Maria Osmond, what you guys did for the Children's Miracle Network, we've been doing. Uh, we do our radio. Radio, uh, radiothon. I've been doing this with you. I all. know that, and I so appreciate it. Yeah. Yep, we are uh, we are now forty years old and eight billion dollars strong. All right, John so, Schneider, uh, and that's come back. Much appreciated, my friend. You bet, man. Come back and hang out with uh, with us again sometime soon. Absolutely. Well, because we're going to be talking about this runaway sensation to die for. Uh, Maybe maybe next week. I, you know, it's going to hit big. If it hits, yeah. it's going to hit big, and it's going to be right away. Well, you talk to your guy, Brian, and you you hang all this. Anytime good. you want, John Schneider on uh, on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Coming up daily, uh, we're going to be doing the Morning Bell Business News. A little twist that only Stephanie Bell can give you. What do you have for us this morning? Well, some good news about inflation. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathard. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> We're having some technical difficulties. Uh, it's 827 time. Really. Time for what the, the morning. What the heck was that? That was uh, the morning bell. It's the morning bell. It sounds different. <laughs> it's a little, it's different, all right. Uh, to err as human, to really foul things up requires a computer. Uh, that's the morning, <laughs> just like the one you hear in the stock market. Ding, ding, ding. ding. <laughs> the real thing, man. Uh, that's getting us into the day. Uh, the morning bell. Business news. Little twist only Stephanie Bell can give you. We've got some good news about inflation. Probably the Thank only good gosh. news. Uh, and not really that good of news. But, I, you know, I'm trying to put a, uh, trying to put a spin yeah. on it. Um, no, the IRS came out uh, this week. And so a lot of uh, the figures in your tax tables are actually adjusted annually uh, for inflation. And so... Um, basically, you know, they adjusted the tables so the, you know, all the brackets kind of moved up. So if your if your salary didn't keep this seven percent pace of inflation, which a lot of folks didn't, uh, then you might be paying a, a lower rate on that higher 
uh, portion of your salary. Um, but in the same way, uh, the standard deduction also went up. Um, and so the standard deduction for those that are married went up $1,800 from twenty seven seven to uh Oh, that is what it is. Twenty-seven <laughs> seven to whatever that minus eighteen hundred is, and then for single folks, um, it w- went up nine hundred dollars to thirteen eight fifty. So, you you know, if you take the standard deduction, it, you you have a little bit more there. Um, and then also, again, the brackets changed a little bit. So, if you're one of those folks who are like, "Hey, I'm getting paid the same," this is Wake Up Mid Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Republicans have spent decades trying to overturn Roe. We're about to find out. <laughs> As they say in one of the times ago, they ain't seen nothing yet. I like that. Anytime Joe Biden tries to be cool, they ain't seen nothing yet. And I like every time he tries for a fact to get close to the mic. And they, they, they don't know this yet. They ain't seen nothing. Talking with a bunch of women yesterday, like, yay, abortion. That's what they were cheering for. He's saying, these people, they haven't seen anything yet. You know, it occurs to me. I want to play a TV commercial. I've been seeing some campaign ads. Are we talking about commercials again, Boomer? You're going to dig this one. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, we'll do that here. You know what occurs to me? Who Joe Biden reminds me of on TV. I don't get a chance to watch a lot of TV. And I like to, when I do watch TV, I like to use it to either I'm watching the news at night and I'm flipping through. There's a channel on uh, on DirecTV. I think it's channel 100 where you can watch all the news channels at once. Wow. It is incredible. So you can flip through. So it shows six different screens on that channel. And you scroll through. And it gives you a seizure. (laughs) Like, that sounds like too much. Well, they're all on. Is What you do is highlight the one, and that's the one that you get the volume for while you're watching. And it's incredible. I think I would like that on, like, election night, maybe. Well, it would be interesting to see, too. Is that local or national or both? It's all the the cable news outlets. The cable news. Okay. Locally, especially, I I would like that to be able to see what they're leading with, what their lead story yeah. is. Um, but it, nationally, I guess to to a certain extent too. So I've been seeing these interesting campaign commercials, and a commercial that caught my eye and might catch your eye too, uh, Stephanie. But it occurs to me there's a character on TV, old t- not an old TV show, but mid uh, mid two thousand five to about twenty fifteen, one of the biggest shows on TV. It airs relentlessly and reruns. On Comedy Central, Joe Biden, for real, reminds me of Michael G. Scott from The Office. <laughs> because Michael, you know, Joe Biden, he does, and he goes up and he whispers into young girls' ears while he puts hands on them. You know, you really shouldn't date men until you're uh, there. He says stupid, inappropriate things that he thinks are okay. Michael G. Scott in The Office was say stupid stuff like this. I'm not superstitious, but I'm I am a little stitious. Is it seriously? Even if you don't know the office, you don't know Michael G. Scott from the office, couldn't you envision Joe Biden saying something like that? Sure. Like if he were to say it, you'd be like, yeah, you know, I'm not surprised at this point. <laughs> He's got the world's best boss coffee cup, I'll bet. <laughs> <laughs> uh he would say stuff like like this. I'm an early bird and I'm a night owl. So I'm wise and I have worms. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that something like Joe Biden could come out and say that from the Rose Garden at the White House. He'd come out and say it. I'm wise and I'm a night owl. So I'm a, uh, I get up early and I have worms. And, and, and if we, you put it on the teleprompter, he would just read it, right? 
and like we wouldn't be surprised. No. <laughs> at all. Welcome into the show. Uh, this is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. A lot of things happening today that we are excited about. Number one, it's going to be a little bit warmer today than what it was yesterday. Also, playoff softball. Elias uh, at Camdenton today, 4.30. Tomorrow, Fatima, uh, Father Tolton plants that time of year. So a lot of folks Huge. excited for that. There's Mr. Brian Hosworth. Yeah, uh, also today, and this is um, a terrible story. My first day uh, graduated from college. I, my first full-time job was on this date, October the 19th, 1993, 29 years ago today. And a guy, and I think some of our older listeners remember, a guy named Ray Copeland, a serial killer from northern Missouri, died. He killed a number of transients and uh, a horrible story. And Kenny Holsoff here in Columbia, who many of our people remember, uh-huh. he was our congressman, he prosecuted him. I was thinking of him as I was as I was driving in this morning, Kenny Holsoff, but also the, the transient. It was a horrible situation. There were still people up there when I left Carrollton in 1995 that told me they were convinced there were other people that were killed up there and buried. They never did find them, but but yeah. Wasn't that the wife who was in on that too wife with was, him? Wife was in, uh, she wasn't killing them, but she definitely knew about it. She said she feared for her safety, but it was a terror. 60 Minutes did stories that Bradley was there. It was a terrible, terrible case. At the time, he was the oldest man on death row in the United States. His name was Ray Copeland, but he died 29 years ago today. All right, and also on this date in history, uh, the very first Chief Justice of the Supreme Court of the United States was, I want to say installed, but that's not the right line. Well, and I don't think back then they called it the investiture, but yeah, I think took his oath. So John Jay. John Jay, John you Jay. did good work. And see, you say John Jay to me, and I'm thinking, oh, early 2000s, he was a bench player for the St. Louis Cardinals, right? And then I... And then he went to the Brewers. But yeah, he was the the exactly. That's the, the that's who you, normal yeah. people, especially baseball fans. Are you saying about. I'm not normal? <laughs> no, right? You're, you're, a, you're a policy you're a policy wonk. But I. <laughs> but you know what? Brian's <laughs> calling me a nerd. You know, but I'm impressed, John, I, John Jay. I, that's a name for the past for sure. Uh, All right, and this is our Federalist, as I recall. Correct. Yeah, Federalist Papers. He was yeah. one of the drafters yeah. of them. Uh, and we're talking about John Jay, not the not the guy that played first base on a backup basis for the Cardinals. This is our resident nerd, Stephanie Bell. Good morning. By the way, nobody thinks of you as a nerd. <laughs> Isn't that right, Hannah? I am not getting involved in this. All right, I'll claim nerd. There's John Marsh. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Glad you could be here. I think kind of a, a, a big deal today. Uh, Columbia Regional Airport and uh, kind of the, the dedication, ribbon cutting for the new terminal. Because really... The airport, it, what do we, it's a, it's, a, it's a mobile home out in the field in Ashland. I think that's kind of the thing. But this is important stuff, really, what's happening, because I do believe, in, and I'll take the criticism, I believe there's something about sense of arrival, especially when you think about the great minds that fly into this area, whether it's for politics, school, kids on a recruitment level. I think, I think sense of arrival says something. So just on a veneer surface, I think that's important. If they could, like, fix the water pressure in the bathrooms... Everyone who's been there knows what I'm talking about. When you try to wash your hands, sprays everywhere. And also, they just, you know, and I don't blame them, but the upkeep just the last two months at the airport, I don't think they're spending a lot of money, which I'm glad because they should be investing it all in the new terminal. But particularly for folks who visited very recently, I, I actually told the guy, I said, don't, I said, don't let this leave a bad impression. You need to come back. It was his only time in Columbia. And he was like giving me like, where am I? And I'm like, I promise. 
Come back in a few months, and it's going to be really nice. I promise. And that's that's a perfect example of people come here, and you get in an airport, and that is your first impression of mid-Missouri. And by George, if you got to flush that toilet bowl twice because the water (laughs) pressure is... No, it's in the sinks. It's in the sinks. You turn the sinks on, and it sprays everywhere. It's horrible. Everybody hates the old (laughs) two-flusher. All right, let's move along to something. How we even get there? So while I'm watching all of these news channels yesterday, there's a commercial that comes on and i'm thinking did i flip to comedy central here uh but this is on the tv and it took me uh a minute but i thought this would be a commercial actually that would uh catch your eye the pea-sized amount of lumi applied between your butt cheeks like this (laughs) i will demonstrate just kidding i won't like this we put lumi to the test and compared it to a shower now this is a legitimate commercial you heard it's for deodorant 12 hours after a shower with soap and water the average crotch has an odor score of five to six out of ten 12 hours after a shower and applying lumi you're at a zero out of ten no odor all day i'm not a mathematician but i think it means that lumi is infinitely more effective than a shower alone so just take a shower or shower with lumi and be zero out of (laughs) ten who did the beta (laughs) <laughs> this is so Here, rude. I'm going to tell on myself because yesterday you said, have you ever heard of Lumi deodorant? And I said, yes, I have some of this and at so home. I said, great. Then and now me- you're playing this. And I never heard these ads or how they whatever. But it's like deodorant for women. Right. And it's a lotion. Um, but. Men spray Axe body spray like all over their whole body. Let, let me play a portion of this <laughs> over again. The pea-sized amount of Lumi applied between your butt cheeks <laughs> like this. I will demonstrate. Just kidding, I won't. <laughs> but it's also a deodorant for the regular deodorant parts yes. too, though. This is not. You don't take this stuff, rub it in your boonies, by the way. And who's like, man, 12 hours later, my rear end don't smell so good. It still needs to smell nice at this point. Who lives their life that way? People who have active extracurricular activities. <laughs> you know, construction guys. No, it's hot in Missouri. <laughs> I mean. But who's going to go up and go, we're not dogs. She's, I, so I looked up the commercial and she's like in yoga class. We know people who could use some extra deodorant. There's a lot of people. I should walk around handing this stuff out, really. more. Lots of people need more deodorant. I have heard lots of glowing reviews about this product. I have lots of friends who use but it. This is this specifically this it's, deodorant for that you put onto the rear end? Of, uh, you can, you put can it use anywhere. it everywhere. Well, you can't do the same thing with Preparation H. I think, no, I think this is a different deodorant. Is this the all-around, the specific? I think it's different specifically for the rear end. No. You can put it, like, on your chest. Like, men sweat all over. Sweaty backs, you can put it wherever you want. It's literally called Lumi deodorant. It's a deodorant. Okay. You can use it in other places if you have a particular problem, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's leave. Uh, let's you leave. brought it up. I know, I know. As I just, uh, my bad. Serving a leftovers. <laughs> Enjoy. All right, leftovers here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri before we get into my dad's favorite show, the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, we might be better served doing a uh, doing a listener mailbag because we got a lot of texts. We got, oh, no, some- <laughs> <laughs> we, we got some questions regarding the Lumi. <laughs> 
So I'm watching the the channel. I think it's 100 on DirecTV. You can watch all the national news networks at once. Put six of them up on a screen, and you toggle through those. And, uh, and you can pick the ones you can hear. And I find it's valuable to see how different national, you can see different national news outlets posit things. And then I saw this commercial for, and I've got a friend, Paula from Gaps Automotive Repair Shop in Columbia had told me about this stuff before, but it's, uh, it's Lumi deodorant. It's a pea-sized amount of Lumi applied between your butt cheeks like this. I will demonstrate. Just kidding. I won't like this. And she does demonstrate. <laughs> Uh, but it's a real thing, so it's deodorant, I guess, specifically for uh, the rear end. No, no, it's full body. They say you can put it on your feet. You can put it in any. <laughs> you can put it all over. Their website says it's for any external area of your body. Uh, so we could. We've do- all seen people with. I don't want to say under under chest sweat, right? Mm-hmm. You've seen it come through people's shirts. That's like, you don't want that. It's a real life thing. And you can affects all of us. Yeah, men too. That's the analysis. Well, and Stephanie and I were just talking in the break. You can put regular deodorant on more places than just your armpits. And so it comes in a nice lotion. So is this like a roll-on, the stuff that uh, for the... It's They have a stick and a lotion. Uh, more sure. people could use more deodorant is all I'm saying. Have you ever been to a concert and you just want to walk around passing out free deodorants? I have. <laughs> <laughs> For uh, sure. How about a Public transit. Public transit. <laughs> right. Place. Uh, Dwayne says, I can't imagine my wife walking in on me while I'm applying this stuff to my... <laughs> Like, she would be thankful, really. But seriously, you would think somebody walks in and here you got a bottle of lotion. And you, <laughs> try, that one, try that one at the gym, huh? I just don't see how it worked. Maybe uh, you should get some and try it out before no. you're too critical. Feel free to Google. The commercial is really hilarious. And yeah, you should. There's lots it. of really funny ones. Uh, they're, uh, they're really good, uh, really good stuff. Uh, so we could do more on reaction to the movie uh, deodorant. Or we could get serious. Uh, you want to get to this? Uh, did man the government? The government will tax anything, and here's here's proof. Yeah. So uh, the in Maryland, they have a Democrat-controlled legislature, like a supermajority, and they decided they were going to pass a tax on digital ads, which I hadn't even heard of anyone trying to do. But apparently, other states are watching Maryland, thinking like, "Is this going to work?" Because if it is, this is a great way for us to grab some more cash. Um, obviously, big tech and some of the other uh, big companies uh, were not so pleased with the new tax. Um, and went to court, and yesterday, uh, a Maryland judge struck down the nation's first digital ad tax. Um, and so, uh, and the and judge, uh, uh, let's see, Judge Allison Osti um, in Maryland said the law violated the U.S. Constitution's prohibition on basically state interference with interstate commerce, and she also said it violated this federal law called the Internet Tax Freedom Act, which prohibits discrimination because it only was on, like, big businesses and digital ads, and so you didn't pay when you were, like, placing the digital ad on Facebook or Google or whatever, but Google would have to basically pay almost like a corporate tax on all the revenues they generated from digital ads at the end of the year, and the Maryland judge said unconstitutional, um, so hopefully that deters other states from getting any wild hairs about digital ads. It kills me, like, what people think they can text. I'm still baffled uh, after having been back in Missouri for seven years, after being gone for 25 years, that I pay tax on my car that I own. I don't, I don't understand it. Uh, Marsh, what's in your refrigerator this morning? 
Well, maybe the story that we uh, kind of sorted out with Chris Arps the other morning about the elementary school outside St. Louis and the district that Chris graduated from, from the Hazelwood district, they have now said after finding radioactive contamination, they are closed for the rest of the semester at the very least and shifting all the kids back home to virtual learning. Oh, my gosh. That's got to suck. This on the, so we know that uh, test scores in Missouri uh, are down. We know the problems that kids are going through, especially in districts where they were like, hey, you know, keep the kids at home, put a face mask on them. And now they're going to have to go back to in-school learn, which I guess under the circuit, uh, you want to sit at home and not socialize with other kids your age as a young teen? Or do you want to sit in a room uh, infested with radioactive waste? <laughs> which one do you want to choose there? Um, I want to mention this here in Leftovers, Amtrak train returning to one round trip daily here in mid-Missouri. pair of Missouri River Runner trains. One of my favorite uh, favorite memories as a kid, riding the train from St. Louis to Jefferson City to watch my grandfather work in the capital. Westbound train 311, eastbound train 316, which normally run the more than five-hour long trip between St. Louis and Kansas City, will be canceled with no alternative. Um, nice little write-up in the uh, Jefferson City News uh, Tribune. It's unfortunate because it's a, a cheaper way to travel, especially right now when people are, are you know, are tightening their belts.